We know you're seeing all the Mother's Day gift guides everywhere. And while we usually do some Didn't I Just Feed You version, this year we have the one perfect Mother's Day gift that works for everyone, even our last minute shoppers, mylifeinabook.com. Mylifeinabook.com is a unique service that turns the life stories of people you love into a beautiful book. Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send your gift recipient a question via email. These can be pre-written questions that they provide, or you can customize the questions the way that I did for my mom. Your recipient can either type her response or use their voice-to-text feature. Mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. I'm really excited to be creating a book with my own mom this year, and I can't wait to hear some of her childhood memories, what it was really like raising three kids as a single mother, and how she's enjoyed becoming a grandmother, too. And when the book is done, you'll have a beautiful keepsake for her and for you, too. You can even choose to have an audiobook created from the recordings. It's easy to sign up, and the process is automated, so you don't have to worry about missing a week. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code D-I-J-F-Y at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code D-I-J-F-Y for 10% off today. This episode of Didn't I Just Feed You is sponsored by By Heart. Longtime listeners know that Stacy and I both struggled with infant feeding stages with all our kids. Breastfeeding was hard, and choosing a formula was, well, also hard. We're thrilled to be working with Byheart, an infant nutrition company on a mission to make the best formula in the world. Not only is Byheart an easy-to-digest formula, their formula is also clinically proven for easier digestion, less spit-up, and softer poops versus leading infant formula. By Heart has their own patented protein blend that includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio, just like an early breast milk, which is tailor-made for a newborn's digestive system. Curious about By Heart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com slash podcast with code D-I-J-F-Y for a limited time. That's byheart.com slash podcast and code D-I-J-F-Y, short for Didn't I Just Feed You. Additional terms and conditions apply. Y'all, whether your kids are in homeschool, remote school, returning to a classroom, or a hybrid, there's something universal for all of us. Back to school means back to endless snacking. Oh my gosh, that is the truth. I mean, listen, we know that kids snack constantly all year round, but back to school season has a shifting from easy summer fruits and popsicles to packable snacks that work grab and go, whether the kids are grabbing and going from the kitchen to their workspace, from the kitchen to the backyard, or maybe they're going back to their school building. Also, despite this being the strangest back to school season ever, we love that back to school always gives us an opportunity for a reset including finding new snack options. I love new snacks. And our latest favorite find is Bada Bean Bada Boom, a super crunchy vegan gluten and soy-free snack made of roasted broad beans. It comes in 13 delicious flavors, including buffalo wing, everything bagel, nacho cheese, my personal favorite, sweet cinnamon, and Megan's favorite, Zesty Ranch. Honestly, my kids cannot believe that these tasty snacks are made of beans. And I can't believe that a snack this delicious has 7 grams of protein and 5 grams of fiber per serving. All with a crunch that rivals potato chips. Seriously, listen for yourselves. 
Bada Bean Bada Boom is perfect packed in a lunchbox for kids or stashed in your home office snack drawer or gym bag, or really anywhere else you might need to grab a delicious high-protein snack. Go to badabeansnacks.com backslash didn't I just feed you to get 25% off your order. That's B-A-D-A-B-E-A-N-S-N-A-C-K-S dot com slash didn't I just feed you for 25% off at checkout. Healthy snacking has never been simpler. This is about literally you're on your own. Like you've been home for months. I've been cooking breakfast, lunch, and dinner for you. Like there's school. I need to get back to work for months. Like something's got to give. Everybody's got to pitch in. Welcome to Didn't I Just Feed You, a podcast about feeding kids. Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Stacy. This week's episode is all about, we're calling it yo-yo meals, you're on your own meals, but really we're going to go through a bunch of pantry and fridge staples that we think help kids cook for them damn selves. Here, here, Billis. I feel cook like this is for your- yourself. Yes. I feel like this is really your area of expertise. And so I'm going to be leaning on you to teach me everything you know. No biggie. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Let's do it. Before we get started, I want to make sure that you don't forget to subscribe. But right now, right where you're listening, it's very easy to do. We know you're a good multitasker. You're a parent. And if you find yourself with an extra minute, maybe rate and review because that just makes us happy. Okay. So listen, I want to make a very quick distinction here before we dive in. There are like a whole like category of posts and articles in publications, digital and print that are like all the recipes your kids should know before they leave home. This is not that. This is not that. I feel like that's about teaching your kids some like basic life cooking skills. I think some of the approaches to those articles are a little bit like foodie centric. Like, does a person really need to know how to make a proper omelet before they leave home? Like, I personally don't think so. Like, I think it, you figure it out. Like an omelet's a thing you figure out unless you're trying to do a French omelet or you're in culinary school, in which case there's actually a ton of technique that goes into it. This is about literally you're on your own. Like you've been home for months. I've been cooking breakfast, lunch, and dinner for you. Like there's school. I need to get back to work for months. Like something's got to give. Everybody's got to pitch in. It's probably geared towards older kids, but I think you'll end up having a lot of ideas of how the little ones like yours, Megan, can pitch in as well. Yes. Also, I want to shout out, we have an episode with our friend Katie Morford of Mom's Kitchen Handbook. If you are looking for those recipes that do like that you can send your college kids off with or that like are aspirational goals for cooking with your teens and maybe your college students, if they're home doing virtual school this year, too. That's a great episode to check out for those those kinds of recipes. And Katie has a great book called Prep which is full of all the recipes that like older kids, college age kids can cook for themselves. So we don't even have to touch on those here because we already did. Right. (laughs) And I think that that book, just to like reiterate, is a great companion piece to this episode as well. So listen to that episode. Go get the link. It'll be in our show notes to the book. That's a great thing to hand over to older kids. And now we're going to also add to that like 
survival meals. Like this is not about teaching your kids to make meatballs so that they leave the home knowing how to make a delicious tender meatball. This is go buy those meatballs that are pre-made at Trader Joe's, keep them in your freezer so that your kid, when you need to just work late and you're like, yo-yo, you're on your own, they can take the meatballs, dump them in a pot with a jar of marinara and cook pasta and done. They have fed themselves. Like that's what today's about. See, that was even more elaborate than I was already thinking. I'm like, this is when you buy the macaroni cups that they can microwave. Yes. Okay. So, okay. Yes. That's great. We're already, okay. okay, So already we have frozen meatballs. (laughs) Frozen meatballs also teaching them that they don't have to just cook them in sauce because you can microwave them and like put them on a sandwich too. A hundred percent. You can put them on a sandwich. You can eat them plain. You can put them on pasta. You can serve them with rice. You can cut them in half and then like re-saute them. So like make them all at once. And then you know what? Make your own damn lunch tomorrow also in addition to dinner tonight. So we have a meatball episode. That's right, people. A whole episode dedicated to meatballs. That's a really great listen for ideas that you can pass to your kids to inspire them. The macaroni cups, the macaroni and cheese cups. Absolutely. Absolutely. Or for older kids, you know, teach them how to make like an instant mac and cheese. Like my eight-year-old can make a box of Annie's by herself. Yeah, like she's old enough to read the directions. It only involves filling a pot and putting on the stove. Although I do turn on the stove for her, I don't think I have to do that. It's more of like her own personal ask, and then she knows like how to dump it in and set a timer. We help her drain it. So like, it's one of those things where it's like not completely on her own as an eight-year-old. But I imagine by the time she's Oliver's age, she could 100% do it herself. And I personally would say, if you have the bandwidth, and listen, there's some parents who don't. Like, I know a lot of parents who literally have to be like, all right, you're on school, remote school. Great, because I have to go into this other space. Yeah. They're lucky enough to have a separate space. And they're just in back to back to back to back. And that's when those cups come in great. But I would say that if you do have the time to just like train them a little bit and maybe help drain, maybe turn on the stove like you do with Ella, you are more likely to be able to free yourself very quickly down the line because they're learning how to do it. But you know, the microwave's your friend. So frozen food aisle, like all those like There's so much because there was a lot. I feel like a few years ago, there was an explosion in interest in making lunch at work. And the grocery market responded to that, you know? Yeah. And also just the whole like wellness community and people feeling like frozen foods had once gotten this bad rap of like, it's all kid cuisine or like hungry man dinners. And so those people who were looking for more veggie packed meals started to invent things that are now in the freezer section that are very nutritious, kid-friendly, family-friendly, and easy to reheat. So like we could, we've we've spent two episodes, I feel like, talking about things that we keep in our freezer and those would be great to go back and listen to. Or maybe it's one frozen episode and one one episode is about like all the things we always have in our grocery cart and like a lot of those include shortcut things that our kids can cook for themselves. Definitely. So you got me thinking one of the things on my list is pizza dough, 
but also think beyond. Like, again, we're going to kind of tear it out depending on your kid's age and their skill level. You can just put a round of pizza dough, in which case they can just press it into a pan, throw it in the oven. Or you can get like a packaged already made pizza crust that's in the freezer aisle or shelf stable. You mentioned health and wellness. There are those frozen cauliflower pizza crusts or mm-hmm. just get a frozen pizza. So like from down the line, that's there's a lot of variation there in how much like work, effort and heat you need to apply to make, you know, pizza an option. But it is an option. It's a really good option. Kids will get excited about it and they can do it themselves. Yes. Also, that makes me think of like those flatbreads that you love, the outer aisle ones that are low carb, but even you can buy like pita bread or English muffins. And this is like a strategy that's been working well for us recently is we've, we've pulled out our toaster oven so the kids can make their own like English muffin pizzas with those English muffins, a jar of sauce and already shredded cheese. And then you could also use the toaster oven to cook those frozen things like the frozen pizzas or the frozen burritos without having to have your kids turn on the stove. So it's like a little bit of one part, what you shop for. And then to the second part being like a strategy for how those, your kids can cook things without having to turn on the whole stove. And I'm so glad you brought up the toaster oven because this isn't an equipment episode and we're definitely not encouraging you to go spend more money on kitchen equipment. Like if you have a toaster oven though, and you don't use it, Now's a really great time to either like pull it out or show your kids how to use it because yeah, I totally agree with you. It's a great way to be able to heat things up without having a kid have to deal with the oven on their own. Talking about kitchen equipment reminded me that we had Just Dang, who's the founder of CookSmarts on an episode to talk about the air fryer and whether you should really buy one or not. And if you already have an air fryer, but maybe you don't have a toaster oven, an air fryer is also an excellent tool that your kids can cook with without having to have your supervision. It's like a little bit safer than your oven. So smart. Okay. We've talked about sauces a couple of times now. I think having a great marinara on hand, everybody knows that I am very picky about jarred marinara, jarred tomato sauces. I love Rayo's. It costs an arm and a leg, but it is always more affordable on Thrive Market. So yes. plug, plug, also, plug. We've mentioned them in like a holiday gift guide episode and we have a partnership coming up with them, not just co. They make a great marinara sauce that's like super, so delicious and super veggie packed. If you're, if you know that your kid is only going to have an English muffin, some marinara sauce and cheese, sneaking the veggies in with not just is the way to go. Yeah, so smart but also other sauces. So listen to the sauce episode. If you're someone who either wants to make everything from scratch or it's just more affordable, like hello, making pesto can be much more affordable, just making your own batch, especially if you grow basil. Our sauce episode is really helpful, but also, you know, store-bought sauces too. So we've mentioned Frontera Grill we love. We've mentioned Mm -hmm. Maya Kaimal we love. Um, none of these Both are sponsors. Of those I just love that. Thrive too. Yep, totally. Yeah, they're great. Also, while we're on the subject of sauces, you have a really great meal prep hack for pasta that I feel like is very useful if you wanted to like cook a bo- a box of pasta on Sunday and let your kids like reheat it for themselves as lunch or dinner later in the week. 
oh, I'm so glad you brought that up. I forgot about it. But it's true. And I learned this from a master Italian chef that people are afraid to cook pasta ahead of time because if you cook it all the way through, then when you reheat it, it's going to be soggy and icky and you don't like it. So I have a method for like up to what point you should cook the pasta. And then you want to save some of the cooking water. If you forget, that's okay. But then strain it. You want to let it cool on a sheet because when you just pile it up and let it cool that way, the pasta that's underneath is going to retain heat and start to overcook. So you just lay it all out on a sheet. You let it cool. Then you drizzle with olive oil, about a teaspoon for every pound. And then once it's cool, it's coated with olive oil, you pack it up. And then you have pre-cooked pasta. So all your kid has to do, or you, because I do this for myself all the time, (laughs) is just reheat it up with the sauce. And in that reheat time, it will finish cooking instead of overcooking. I love that. I'm actually stealing that because my kids are pasta fiends. Yeah, well, pasta is like number one on my list. And, I, you know, listen, we love rice. We are generally more of a pasta family, but I find that cooking pasta well is an easier thing for cooks, not just kids. Yeah. <laughs> but especially novice cooks to do than cooking rice well. Rice can go wrong really easily. We need a whole episode about rice. We do. So. So I want to talk about packaged foods a little bit more before we move on to like single ingredients. Oh, yeah. I was just going to segue into canned pasta. Ooh. Okay. I know you people might have feelings. I grew up with like Chef Boyardee. And now there are the equivalents of those, but like from brands that admittedly have the health halo, but maybe there are fewer ingredients and the quality is like a little bit better. Like Annie's makes a pasta in stars that comes in a can that literally like Ella can crank the can opener around and reheat in the microwave. (laughs) So we love that as an option. Like there's also canned soups and lots of like those fresh packs, sort of flat packs. You know what I'm talking about? The envelope of soups that kids can reheat for themselves in the microwave. And we're definitely getting into soup season. Yeah, box soups are definitely on my list. And like, you know, if you have an older cook and they don't love it, just teaching them a couple of tricks for how to doctor it up, like just have grated Parmesan already on hand, throw that in. Maybe you can toast some breadcrumbs for them. If you're doing that for a meal one week, make extra and tell them to throw the breadcrumbs on top like throwing in even just like a carrot and a celery stick sometimes in the soup as they reheat it gives it a little extra flavor, a little extra something, but it's still like a great easy. I mean, let's be real. My 13 year old will not care. He'll just be like, pour the soup directly from the box into his mouth. Probably. (laughs) Um, I'm just saying, yeah, like if your kid's interested, then you checked all the boxes. He, he fed himself. There was no cleanup. Yeah. He got vegetables in. Like, done, <laughs> done, done. You did it, Mama. Done. You win. did it. Okay. Another package thing. Okay. We love Dozen Cousins. They are a brand of beans that are already flavored and come in these fresh packs. So it's you don't even need a can opener. You literally tear it open. And unlike canned beans, they are already like seasoned and flavored. They are all natural. And the other night... We made, oh, we made salmon and Oliver doesn't like salmon. And instead of it becoming a whole thing, he was like, can I just make my own dinner? He grabbed 
a packet of dozen cousins black beans. He found leftover rice in the freezer. He took out a ball of mozzarella and carrot sticks or something like that. But it was like very basic. And he just heated the beans and rice up. And that was the bulk of his meal. It was fantastic. He was happy. We didn't argue. I was like, as long as you do it yourself, you can knock yourself out, kid. So I'm a huge fan of those. And again, Maya Kaimal makes sauces, but they also make bean fresh packs. Oh, yeah. Like, don't they have lentils in some of their delicious sauces? Yes. And the other thing that's great about those fresh packs is that they are microwave safe. So like the dozen cousins, you literally like tear it part of the way, pop it in the microwave. It heats and like you could technically just eat them straight out of the bag. That would be an Isaac move for sure. I was going to say again, you were channeling Isaac. Hilarious. Um, I'm going to, since we're talking about beans, I'm going to throw something out there that I think is a little far-fetched, but I just, I feel like I need to do this. Bags of lentils. Okay. Dried lentils don't need to soak and cook pretty quickly. I'm treading into territory that I said we wouldn't about like what your kids should really know. But I think that like, Throwing a pot of lentils with like half of an onion (laughs) and some like broth and a bay leaf and a carrot can make a really yummy, simple, simple lentil soup. Like lentil soup might be one of the easiest, most nourishing things to make. I'm definitely biased. It's something my grandmother used to make a lot. So it's very like homey and like emotional for me. But anyway, if your kid wants to venture into actually cooking beans, lentils are a good place to start. Ooh, that makes me think of our sponsor, CookSmarts, and their thousands of recipes that are super simple and satisfying and how maybe if you're going to do more regular yo-yo dinners, you get your kids in on your meal planning. Fall is always a frenetic time of year, and this fall is unlike any other we've experienced. As we navigate our new normal, we're looking for tools to help make life easier. When it comes to cooking, we believe that meal planning is the absolute best way to make life in the kitchen easier. So we're thrilled to partner with CookSmarts, the number one rated meal planning service according to lifehacker.com. Every week, CookSmarts creates a customizable meal plan with tried and true family-friendly recipes that can be made as is, gluten-free, vegetarian, or paleo. We're talking meals that are simple without being boring and adaptable for any diet. If everything on the menu sounds good, you're ready to shop and prep. Otherwise, you can swap a recipe from any other in their huge database. Once you finalize the week's menu, CookSmarts will generate an editable shopping list. CookSmarts doesn't just make planning easy, it makes cooking easy too, with clearly written recipes, an optional weekend prep feature, and videos that help demystify any tricky techniques or technical terms. CookSmarts even provides nutrition info, including a breakdown of where all the macros come from in each recipe. How cool is that? You can subscribe to CookSmarts monthly or save 50% with an annual subscription. And of course, they make it easy for you to cancel with one click anytime you want. Go to cooksmarts.com to learn more and sign up today. And be sure to use the coupon code D-I-J-F-Y for 20% off. That's D-I-J-F-Y, short for didn't I just feed you. If ever there's been a time for us to write a permission slip for all busy parents to go easy on themselves, it's right now. Hear, hear. And one of our favorite ways to save time, money, and sanity is by doing our shopping online at thrivemarket.com or even better using the Thrive Market app. 
Thrive Market is an online membership-based market that offers organic and non-GMO food, non-toxic home products, clean beauty, ethical meat, and sustainable seafood at 25 to 50% off traditional retail prices. Seriously, members save an average of $32 per order. Also, in a time when we're opting for convenience more than we might otherwise, it feels good to know that our groceries are sent with carbon-neutral shipping from zero-waste warehouses. Offsets for the win! Woo! Thrive Market also offers a one-for-one membership matching program where every paid membership sponsors a free one for a low-income family. All that. And did we mention affordable clean wine delivered to your door? (laughs) (laughs) Go to thrivemarket.com backslash didn't I just feed you to give Thrive Market a try. You can choose from a one or 12-month membership option and choose a free gift with up to a $22 value when you join today. And don't forget, Thrive Market membership is risk-free. You can cancel within 30 days and get a full refund. So go now, thrivemarket.com backslash didn't I just feed you. So before we heard from our wonderful sponsors, Cook Smarts and Thrive Market, you were trying to get us into not just pantry staple territory, but actual recipe territory or no recipe recipes like, right, lentil soup. You cover the lentils with water, you throw a bay leaf, you throw an onion in there. Soup is done in 25 minutes. But what are some other like sort of easy, not recipe recipes that you have for Isaac and Oliver to cook for themselves? Okay, so it's pretty limited, but I would say having tortellini on hand is really nice. Yes. It feels a little heartier than just pasta. And also because it already has a filling, just sauteing some butter (laughs) is still so delicious. And if you, your kid, again, is engaged in this and interested, like put the butter in a pan, put two sage leaves in there. You know what I mean? Crisp them up, flavor the butter, and then the tortellini. It's very, it's a very easy, flexible ingredient to build a very simple meal. You know, tortellini with sauce and then throwing in a handful of pre-washed spinach is another thing. That's like, it feels like a very well-rounded, hearty meal, and it's very easy. Ground meat is the other thing. So now again, we're definitely venturing into like cooking territory, but Even when I was a teenager, just cooking ground meat with taco seasoning. Yes, it's like (laughs) one of the first things I learned to make as a family meal. And then like literally I would just eat it out of a pan with like chips. Or like a cold tortilla. Yeah. was not even great. Totally. But it works. It works. I'm sorry, but ground beef flavored with a good taco seasoning or taco sauce is hell hella delicious <laughs> you know and then shredded cheese you put it on top while the meat is still hot like literally right in the pan and the cheese will get a little melty just enough you know salsa if your kid is gonna engage in this again salsa can be pre-made sour cream is easy to grab like delicious so ground meat and like sauces marinara sauce taco sauce or taco seasoning I think is a really good way to go. I love those ideas. Okay, you've also recently been keeping pancake mix on hand because Oliver makes pancakes on Saturday mornings. And I thought that was such a brilliant idea that I have been keeping pancake mix on hand for Brian for breakfast. But if you make a big batch of pancakes or waffles and freeze them, freezer waffles are another way, or freezer breakfasts are another way that kids can fend for themselves. Like pull those out, 
toast them, maybe put peanut butter on top. Maybe they put a dollop of yogurt on top, some fruit, dinner or lunch is done. Yes, totally. The pancake mix was really a revelation in my house because I think of pancakes as being so easy. The boys are pretty good about grabbing a smoothie cookbook. Lately, it's been Catherine McCord's Smoothie Project. And then they'll like smoothies. I don't know. They have moods with smoothies. So they'll like it's easy enough to just like open it up, find something and then grab the stuff, which again, smoothies make a great meal with an English muffin, maybe with some leftover oatmeal or those freezer pancakes. But there was something about pancakes, even though it's Making a pancake mix from scratch is just as easy. All Oliver would have to do is grab a book and be like, oh, yeah, he just wouldn't. And the minute we started keeping pancake mix, he started cooking pancakes all the time. So, you know, just playing with convenience and really paying attention to what your kid responds to and just not expecting them to cook the way you would cook is I think really important if you really want them to engage and help you. Yes. Okay. I have one more like breakfast for lunch or dinner idea. And it actually comes from our friend and former guest, Amira Martin. Yes. I think I she has what like, you're going to say. Do you? I think she has a, like an IGTV on how to do it. So we'll link to that in the show notes. But it's basically like you scramble an egg or you mix up an egg, you pour it into a pan and then you set a tortilla on top of that instead of like scrambling there. So there's like zero stirring and the tortilla and the egg cook together. And then you just like flip it out of the pan and roll it up. It's like a high protein, super fast kid or even parent meal. And if you wanted to, like you said about the tortellini, throwing some spinach in there, or maybe you have some like leftover roast veggies that they could throw in the pan. That's like a super easy two or three ingredient meal that works literally any time of the day. I love that. I've started making those too after seeing them on Amira's social media, which again, we will link to. And it brings up my last two ingredients that I was going to mention, which are eggs and like all manner of bread and like sliced cheese, which I also add to the little egg tortilla roll up. This makes me think we need a whole egg episode. We've talked about eggs so much, like our favorite ways to cook them. We know that you love a hard boiled egg, like as a snack, as breakfast all around. And then also I feel like we need now a whole episode on toast. Because if you have bread, you have a meal, right? Like you can put butter on it and that's enough to be a meal for a kid. I, I I mean, maybe a nutritionist would disagree with me. We should probably get some other fiber and protein in there. But like in a pinch, that can be a great snack. Toast with hummus on it, avocado toast, toast with just milk. Cheese toast is like one of my favorite meals for myself. Like when I'm in a hurry, we have a whole little set of, cheese toast recipe ideas that we did with Cabot last year for back to school. So yes, let's put eggs and toast on future um, episode ideas, Stacey. All right, Billis, I'm going to put you on the spot here and I want you to give us like a really quick, remember when we used to do lightning rounds? Oh yeah. It's going to be like that. Like (laughs) your list of everything you've mentioned here and maybe a few things that you've forgotten, but will pop up as you're just like rapid fire firing them off. Okay, great. So get out your pens and paper, people. This is the grocery list. Or just go to dinner. Just feature. Just go to dinner. (laughs) We'll have the list too. (laughs) Okay. Eggs, hummus, sliced bread, 
tortillas, wraps, English muffins, all manner of bread so that there's lots of choices and variety. Sliced cheese, pancake mix, ingredients for smoothies, if that's part of how you guys cook. Some sort of all-purpose muffin mix I had on my list that we didn't get to. Yes. But something that your kid can, and you can either make it or you can buy it at the store, but where they can, you can dump it and they could add anything from ham and cheese to chocolate chips, not all in the same thing. Crescent dough, we didn't get to, but I think crescent dough is really fun. Kids get into it. They get to like pop, unroll it, wrap it around a hot dog, fun lunch. There you go. Lentils. We didn't talk about yogurt, but you know, I never make a grocery list without it. Yes. Yogurt parfait is a lunch. All right. Soups, packaged soups, frozen meatballs, um, other like check that packaged food aisle, check that frozen food aisle. Pasta, canned pasta, tortellini, canned and boxed soups. We talked about sauces. We mentioned marinara. We mentioned not just co if you want marinara, but with veggies included. Frontera Grill makes great Mexican cooking inspired sauces. Maya Kaimel makes sauces from Indian cuisine. And also they make beans like curried beans and stuff. Dozen Cousins also makes packaged beans that are already flavored, just heat and eat. We talked about breads earlier, but we were also talking about like cauliflower pizza crust and outer aisle cauliflower flatbreads. That's everything. Oh, pizza dough. I didn't mention pizza dough, I don't think. Did I? Did you? You mentioned crescent dough. Okay. But you did talk about pizza dough. Let's yes. Throw pizza, pizza dough, dough on the list. Frozen pizza, store-bought pizza crust that your kids can just build without having to deal with the raw dough itself. Like all manner of pizza. Yes. <laughs> That's the list, guys. Okay. But we know you guys have more ideas. So we want to make sure that you find us on Instagram and Facebook where we are at Didn't I Just Feed You? We'd also really love to have you in our private listeners group on Facebook. When you visit us on Facebook, you'll see the link to join the group. And then it's going to ask you what our favorite cocktail is. And it's whiskey, especially this time of year. Or you can tell us your favorite cocktail and we'll still let you in. Make sure you're subscribed (laughs) to our newsletter to get this week's bonus recipe, plus our favorite weekly finds. You can subscribe from the newsletter itself, or there's a link on Instagram and Facebook. You can always go to didn'tijustfeedyou.com. And most importantly, please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. Our music is Good Old Times by Alex Cohen, provided by Jim Endo. A huge thank you to our editor, Samantha Gatsik. I'm Megan. And I'm Stacy. Stay sane and well-fed until next week. Well, I'm hungry. Give me food right now.